I talk to strangers day or night. I talk to strangers in any kind of line. It makes sense to me to believe in the kindness and the trust I Okay, I am sitting here outside the Hungry Ghost on Fulton Street in Fort Greene with Ruby Frazier. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Great. It's nice to be here with you. And we've we've sat in cafes before, and our, the noise levels have been challenging. But today we're we're trying it again out on a bench. So excuse the uh, the noises, but. But Ruby and I met now a couple months ago um, at PS81 in Bed-Stuy. And uh, I I had just walked into the school to do my workshop and got pulled into a parent um, meeting with the principal, Principal Barker. And she asked me to speak a little bit about the work I was doing. And Ruby came up to me afterward and and tell me a little, Ruby, about why, why you came up to me. Uh, well, I came up to you because I felt that some of the things you were doing with the students, some of the things you were doing with its children were similar to what I do. Because I also use the arts to help students with their achievement, with their self-esteem, and um, building confidence, and just being a better, well-rounded person. Yeah. yeah. And how were you affiliated with PS81? I, well, I actually saw that they were having a breakfast, right. and I wanted to be part of that atmosphere. And prior to that, my son had gone to PS81, uh-huh. so I actually know the principal there. Okay, yeah. great. Mm-hmm. So you, it was we, we talked about it that day, and it still amazes me, the synchronicity of things. How I, wasn't, I was there early, which is why I ended up at that meeting, mm-hmm. and then you were, something had happened, yeah, and you I were there. Yeah, I my shirt. <laughs> So it was just synchronicity that we both happened to be there at that meeting at that time, and and it worked out. So we've we've met a couple of times because I'm really interested in the work that you do, and just tell tell us a little bit about what the work, the name of your organization, uh-huh. and what you do. Yeah, the name of the organization is called Drama for Success. Drama for, Drama success. for success, and basically is is using the arts, dance, music drums, all kinds of different ways to for people to express themselves mm-hmm. and I integrate that with a lesson uh-huh. and maybe like say um, in the past what I've done is I would find a book that I really love mm-hmm. and I look at the book I have maybe read the book to the students and then from there pull a lesson from it. Like uh-huh. say for instance one of my one of my favorite books um, is called The Empty Pot. Oh, yeah. And right now, I don't know why I'm thinking about that, but it's one of those <laughs> those stories that is so, um, so it, it lends itself to so many character building traits. And the gist of the story is the, the they're looking for the next emperor, uh-huh. and they give everyone seeds, and a birth the birth person that uh, can grow their plant to a flower or, or a seed will be the next emperor. Oh wow! So the the person that has this green thumb. He can't get his plants to grow at all. And everyone was given boiled seeds. So, you know, a boiled seed cannot grow. But they didn't know that. So what happens is all the other parents come, go out, and they 
buy plants because they can't get it to grow either. But they want their child to win. Oh, wow. So they go out and buy plants. So they have this most beautiful, on the day that they have to go to the emperor, they have this most beautiful plant. And then Ping comes with an empty pot. And he's embarrassed because he's been known for having a green thumb. And the emperor just goes around and mm-hmm, 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 wow. mm-hmm. And he's like, everybody's like, oh, amazed. And they're looking at Ping like, oh, ha, ha, ha. You couldn't get yours to grow. And here we are. We have ours growing. And it turns out that because they had they had bought the seeds, right. they, they, they cheated. Right. They actually cheated. Right. And Ping showed up with his empty pot. And the emperor said, I have found my winner. And everybody wow. thinking it's the only, and honest they, only honest one. So he, he becomes the next emperor because oh, wow, he showed up. That. He showed up empty-handed. And I, I've done that play with a school before. Uh-huh. And it is amazing. And the the um, it's, it's a Chinese fa- uh, fable. Uh-huh. And what the school did, they went out and they made the costumes and everything for the oh, kids. Wow. And they made the cart and everything. It was so beautiful. I, I still to this day have all the little things that, that happened. So, huh. so I like that because... It teach students how to be honest right. and how to to if they're not succeeding, how to go for the next level, how to show up. Well, and the thing is, it's like right. I mean, it's it's such an interesting thing because as you were talking about it, I thought, how many times are we up against something that we can't make happen, and we're so the process that you go through when you can't succeed. You know, the person who says. Look, I'm I'm confident that I have a green thumb. Mm-hmm. This seed can't grow. Maybe there's something wrong with the seed, yeah. not with me. With, with me, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the next level to take it at. And, and that's a good insight because we do tend to go, oh, goodness, what's wrong with me? <laughs> well, yeah. Why can't I make this grow? And then we get all down ourselves. And it's funny, early, <clears throat> excuse me, we had spoken a little bit about confidence. Oh, yeah. And and. That person who who start thinking it's dim and not the seed or not the weather, you know, it could be right. a whole lot of things. But before they think what else could it be, right. they start thinking it has to be them. Right. And, well, and there's some balance to that, right? Because we want we want people to take personal responsibility, right? There's this weird there's this weird thing that I get caught up in sometimes, right? Which is people think like, oh, you're blaming the victim if you tell someone that that it's up to them. Right? Mm-hmm. Because when things go awry for them, you know, they look around and blame other people. Mm-hmm. And then here we're saying, oh, you have to have the confidence to say maybe it's not you. Mm-hmm. But so there's that funny kind yeah. of way in which you have to take personal responsibility. Because like you were just talking about with confidence. Yeah. You, you think confidence is going to come and then you're going to do stuff. Yeah. But you need to do stuff to get the confidence. Right. So there's this weird sort of mindset that we have to have mm-hmm. I think that people have to have the ability to trust themselves mm-hmm. and the ability sometimes to say maybe something's out of their reach reach yeah, yeah. or they need help yeah or yeah. we need to all work together to re- you know that's where mm-hmm. some of these mm-hmm. sort of collaborative team building yeah. games and drum circles yeah. I mean for me personally working with this men's shelter I told you this drum circle mm-hmm just provides so many natural metaphors Mm -hmm. for tuning in to one another Mm -hmm. and really how every person really matters. Yes. Yeah. And Stephanie, I want to pick up on something you said a few seconds ago. What you were saying is we need to learn how to build teams and have teamwork. Yeah. Because if if I can't get it done, 
instead of me saying the project doesn't work, what if I call you right. and say, Stephanie, I know you are good at X, Y, Z. You want to help me with this yeah. and collaborate and create teamwork around it. Yeah. And that's, I think, for a lot of people, that's what's missing too. We don't oh, want to, yeah. we don't want, we, we have, want that, that huge sense of, I did it myself, yeah. which is great. Right, right, <laughs> I right. I love independence too. But what, what happens if, if we're building a cake and you bought an ingredient and I gave you a chance to stir it, then it's our cake. Right. And, and and not being so prideful, like, oh, I did this all by myself. Right. Well, you know? I think it's hard because I think a lot of the people who have the toughest time, right, people who are in the shelters, and, and the, from what I've seen, there's not a ton of teamwork going on in the shelters. These are, you know, people have really fallen on hard times. They blame themselves. They're angry. Mm-hmm. They've been, you know, they they haven't maybe had trusting relationships right. to... to to go on so so they don't trust people mm-hmm. so so there's a lot that needs to be I say restored but almost mm-hmm. you know given to them mm-hmm. to build up their confidence first in themselves mm-hmm. and then in the people around them right, right? and that's like a dual that has to happen mm-hmm. and how that happens through the arts to me is is the way to do it mm-hmm. because it's it is like I said it's such a metaphor yeah. right yeah it is I agree yeah, the arts, the arts bring about so many things because creativity, once you start seeing that our brain is ready for creativity, we're, we were designed to be creative people. Yes. And I think when when either the school systems failed us or something, somehow we got failed and we didn't go out to learn creativity. We're thinking it's all about, about grinding the math, which is great. We ha- I know we need the math. We need the reading. We need all of that. But restoring the arts where people are able to just create from nothing. Yeah. That's something to be said. And I don't think people are given enough opportunities to create from nothing. Oh, I totally agree. And I was just having that conversation this morning where, you know, people say, I haven't created anything. Well, then pick up a pen and a piece of freaking paper and create something create right something. now. Yeah. And yeah. like it. Go for it. Go for it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm in such a... I'm so frustrated with this idea. And every day I do something. I, I, I play piano or I, I'm making a point and I'm putting a lot of videos up on social media. Yeah. Just showing. I, here I am in my stupid pajamas. My hair's not done. I have no makeup <laughs> on. I'm not a great artist, but I am going to freaking paint this board or paint this wall I, I don't care and, and I'm gonna show it to you you know why exactly because I'm really tired of hiding back and not doing things and not sharing them and letting other people share them and say well I'm an artist well it looks like your stuff is is fine but my stuff is fine too yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, yeah. and I don't even mean that. Just, I love, I'm very inspired by other people's work. Yeah. But what I don't subscribe to is this idea of who's an artist and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, creativity is inside mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. And the sooner we become creative, mm-hmm. the sooner we can solve that math problem. Yes. Yes. Creativity. <laughs> yeah. Creativity. Get in it. Do it. And get trust in, in ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because you ever noticed that the minute you give up the idea that you can't do it and get into it, or everything just come, it flows. Oh my god! You just give up the idea. I like, know. I can't do it and just do it. It's like what? What? I know. Yeah. I always go back to this example. My husband was. It was a birthday party for my son, and it was they were camping 
but you know we don't have a yard so they were camping inside mm -hmm. and we have this loft and it has these rafters so i said okay here's the tent and it was all messed mm -hmm. up it didn't have the bars we mm -hmm. just had like string or whatever rope mm -hmm. we had mm -hmm. and i said well just hang it rig it from mm -hmm. the rafters mm -hmm. and he looked at me like how how would I do that? And I looked at him, and I, I mean, the kids were going to arrive in however long. And this was this vision that I'd had. Of yeah. course, I made him do it. But, but I said, it's not optional. Yeah. yeah. It is not. You cannot tell yourself you can't do it. You, you just it. have to figure it out. Yeah. It can be done. How are you going to do it? And lo and behold, he did it. And you know what? I feel like lately... With technology, I get so flummoxed and I get, you know, paralyzed. Yeah. And I, someone's taught me 10 times, but I haven't paid attention because I'm just too afraid. Yeah. And lately I'm like, uh, I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, and, and we have to real, realize fears are real. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, it may, once you get on the other side, what you thought it would be is not what you thought it would be. But just getting out of your head yeah. that I'm going to suck at this. Or maybe you tell yourself, oh, yeah, I do suck at this. And then you learn how to do it. Well, so you exactly. won't suck again. You know? But that's the thing. It's like drumming, right? Like mm -hmm. I go and here I am with a group of men who are all, you know, they've potentially played music before. Mm -hmm. Or I could say, you know, they're black, I'm white. It's a cultural thing. They know it better than I do. There are a lot of reasons that yeah. I could feel like a complete idiot walking in there with mm -hmm. my drums. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Why am I here? Yeah. Why am I there? Oh, I'm there because I think it might be helpful for them. And you know what? They are grateful. Yes. And the ones who come join, and they may be, and most of them are, better drummers than I am. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I've had the practice learning. I hope they're better drummers right. than I am. I need their help. I want to be. But the <laughs> truth is that I'm facilitating so that everybody feels like they can be a part of it. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I may set a beat that if, if someone is sort of on their own doing their own thing, mm -hmm. I can set a beat underneath it that everybody else can follow. You know, I'm kind of there to watch and listen and placate a little mm -hmm. bit mm -hmm. until such time, which I believe will be sooner rather than mm -hmm. later, mm -hmm. that they can do that on their own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, but if I, had, if I got, if I came up with all the reasons why mm -hmm. I should not be doing this work, I don't have a therapy license. I don't have a music degree. Yeah. I don't have the experience. I don't, I don't know the enough. names of these instruments. I'm not good, good enough. enough. But if I'm there to teach them that they're good enough, when they just pick up some instrument, mm -hmm. then it's actually maybe better that I'm yeah. not that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not intimidating anybody, yeah. that's for sure. But you're giving them an opportunity. Opportunity is like... You remove the obstacles yeah. and you provide an opportunity for them that they wouldn't have ordinarily. Yeah. You know, so no one else is coming. You're it. Exactly. <laughs> You're it. Exactly. No one else is That's right. With all the organizations in the city, it's me who's just like, you know, has the thought and goes and does yeah. it one place. They ask me to do it. But that's what, I mean, I'm so interested. And in. so your work, how did you get started with this work? So I actually came to New York because I wanted to be an actor. Oh, <laughs> and I did do a lot of stuff um, with the um, auditioning and, and little things. 
but I never got on Broadway other than seeing a play. <laughs> yeah. In the audience. You were in, in the, the audience. audience. I was in the yeah. audience. And there were certain things where, you know, I would write a script for someone and then I perform in it. And I still, I never gave up the idea that I love the arts. Right. And I uh, mimed for my church for many years and I loved it. Mime? Yeah. Oh, I, cool. I, I'm a great mime. And That's so funny. So your church had an opportunity for you to do mime. Mm-hmm. And then from time to time, we used to have, you know, on, on special occasions where we, we would have the arts, um, ministry through the arts. Uh-huh. So I, I performed in that. And I still loved it. So I one day I was like, you know what? Why not create what I love for myself, for others? And I, when I was teaching my uh-huh. students, I created plays around history. And my kids loved it. And from there, I was like, you know what? I think I'm onto something. Yeah. <laughs> and I just created books. And I have different books where I turn people's lives into scripted. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I turn different things into scripted. And it, it really well, it works. So oh, that's, that's how awesome. I got into it. And I love it. Yeah. You know, it is funny, though, because I think that's such a great story. Because how many people came to New York to be a star, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the truth is, like, there are... A handful of stars, mm-hmm. right? And the rest of us are here on Earth. The audience. <laughs> right. The audience. And, and I really have found myself feeling a little, I don't know, bitter is probably the wrong word, but yeah. I, I don't think, I think we are all stars, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that there is this idea that, you know, when I started working with the kids at 81, I realized that so many of them were already shut down creatively mm-hmm. at such a young age yeah. Yeah. because they weren't the star. They weren't the one who was going to really put themselves out there. They didn't maybe have that personality. And that that's the idea that somebody is not talented mm-hmm. because they don't have an outsized personality yeah. is, is really unfair. Right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And so there's this, I feel like... First of all, everybody shines in mm-hmm. different things, and yeah. they they need like you talked about opportunity. And it's funny because the pro- the shelter I'm working at is called the Opportunity House, mm. which is interesting. <laughs> but you know, the truth is that people do need opportunities, yeah. and and they need people to show them that. I mean, yeah. and and because there aren't a lot of people out there, as many organizations as are out there. Mm-hmm. We all have to find our way, you know, there's not a lot of funding, so we have to be fundraisers before even Mm -hmm. the work we're doing can can happen, right? Unless, like, I've been trying to self-fund and, you know, and lately that's why I've just been doing my own thing, not hiring people, because I don't want to spend all my time fundraising. So now, you know, I'm kind of trying to come up with this idea and include you and some of the other um, organizations that I've met with to do some team building for corporations Mm -hmm. that need it, right? right? And they're spending a lot of money Mm -hmm. um, doing this work, which is Mm -hmm. really important to building creativity amongst their staff and collaboration. Mm -hmm. And also flexibility, I Mm -hmm. think, Mm -hmm. and improvisation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All these skills, yeah, right? Improvisations are one of my best be- buddies. <laughs> Improvisation. I love, I love improv. Every every year, yeah. I I spend um, at least a week to learn it. You know, to to hone in on my craft or, or whatever. Yeah. And it's just so much fun. 
and then we yeah. have a show which I have to invite you to it's in August oh yeah <laughs> plug plug uh, <laughs> in August and um, it's usually on um, I think I want to say 30th Street in Manhattan uh huh yeah and, it, and it's really great we, we an have an improv show yeah yeah what we do is we learn for the whole week yeah and then at the end of the week we put on a show and who's we? What's the organ? It's usually, it's, uh, it's called um, Magnet Theater. Oh, Magnet Theater. I'm yeah. in, uh, I took storytelling at Magnet Theater. Oh, really? Small oh, yeah. <laughs> and actually, I'm going this weekend to see my teacher perform. Oh. He's doing a taping of his show, um, Adam Wade. He does a lot with the mom. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I've not done improv with them, but I've done, I did the storytelling. So, you go to the Magnet Theater. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's amazing how popular it is. It's Mm -hmm. in Koreatown, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And it's so funny because that elevator is always packed, full of people going to those classes. Yes, and it's another... um, they should eat on one of the floors. Right, too, I know. So. We <laughs> went there. Oh my god, it's so crowded. Yeah, one of the Korean yeah, restaurants, yeah, Korean yeah. barbecue. Yeah, I have to um, go there because it's always crowded. So it's I haven't always really had crowded. It was too to loud for us. Though, yeah, you know? yeah. It was like a little much, but it was. People are always it's like flooding into that mm-hmm. elevator. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, Magnet Theater is great. And and back to that idea of like people gaining confidence. I'm always so amazed. I've taken a, f- a few classes there, mm-hmm. and I I feel like people get themselves there and that and not to say that they have the you know they're pushing themselves Mm -hmm. to have the confidence Mm -hmm. to get up you know one of the girls who was in my my beginner storytelling class told the story of being deathly afraid of getting up on stage Mm -hmm. and then in the end at one of the last classes she'd said her boyfriend told her 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 performance was dumb and I was just like, all of us just went like, no, you know? Yeah, yeah. But then, you know what? She did it anyway, and her. she shifted it a Good little or her. whatever, and she did it. And and it was amazing, because I wanted to punch her boyfriend when I saw him. That reminds me. We usually have people, and not all the time, but there are people in our lives that hold us back. Oh, yeah. And instead of her releasing the boyfriend <laughs> yes. and keeping it art keeping the story you know that probably would have gave her more confidence yeah let no him go except you know what I, I i've come to find that i don't blame i don't blame the person who's keeping me down because i've chosen to have someone like that in my life and lately i feel like i've, I've noticed a lot of comments that are made to me that aren't nice because I'm attempting not to absorb them. And so then I actually, I hear them a little more clearly. Mm. And I can say to someone, that's not okay. Or I can say nothing and just not have them in my life anymore. Yeah, yeah, sure. Which is, you know, depending on who the person is and how close you are. Yeah. Some people, the, the thing is, is that, that we have these ways of speaking to others because of the way we've been spoken to. Or because of the things that have happened to us. Right, right. And so there are a lot of naysayers. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of, what what do they call it, like demons Mm. or devils (laughs) or whatever we want to call them. Mm. But but we have to stop blaming them because we ourselves have to, you know, someone, I guess, said something to me yesterday at the shelter and later on one of the guys apologized. He said, I'm sorry that he said that to you. And I said, I didn't actually even hear him. 
because I'm not attuned to that. Right, right. My mission here is something different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like that. Like that. It just gave me a little idea. It's like maybe we should have a bumper. What, are, what is your frequency tuned into? Ah, I like that. I like exactly. That. I was talking to that about to these guys about their yeah. frequency, and yeah. and that's the thing when we're not when things aren't going well for us, we we need to change our frequency. That is exactly right. Yeah. And yeah. whoever else, the chatter around us, mm-hmm. there's always going to be chatter around us. There's always going to be people who yes. are afraid mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or just have negative thoughts mm-hmm. or give us that feedback that's yeah. just not helpful. Mm-hmm. And, and the strength comes in tuning them out. Yep. And tuning so in those things frequency and you people. Hear. Tune into that frequency. Yeah. That you want. It's like, it's all like well, that. I think I that's like, super uh, important. Here we go. <laughs> well, so thank you for chatting today. Oh, and I think it's, it's I think it's awesome. The work that you're doing is awesome. And hopefully... Ruby and I are going to stay tuned because we're going to do some interesting work together coming up. I agree. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Bye-bye. Talk to strangers, remember. (laughs) That was cool. That's fine.